0: American life expectancy is reaching third world levels. This is not hyperbole. It's not clickbait. It's a fact. And when we look at future trends, I I might actually be understating the directional curve. This is alarming and shocking information. My name is Dave Hodges. I'm the host of the Common Sense Show. We are the show that is freeing America One enslaved mind at a time. We're really glad that you joined us. And we need you to help us increase our reach. Millions of people at a time. And you can do that. You have the ability to share, to like, and subscribe. And please do that. Two to all three. Now, we're brought to you by the commander in chief coin here. Trumpcoin2020.com. I don't know how well you can see this here. I'll hold this up here. Trying to get you to look at that's Trump character there. The flag on the back, there's no way you'll be able to read this, but it's inscription. This is a beautiful coin, and it's a tremendous gift. I've ordered several, and I'm giving them as Christmas presents as we come up on Black Friday. Now, there's some great, great specials on this. You go on the website, and you'll see they've already knocked down the price. Now, because you're a member of this audience, you get an additional $10 off. It's a fantastic reduction in price. And like I said, these are great gifts for patriots. Trump supports anyone who wants to make America great again. This is where you want to go. So where do you go? You go to TrumpCoin2020.com. Look at the commander in chief. By the way, it comes in a display case. They'll show you a picture of front and back. And you'll see, man, these discounts are fantastic. I can afford to buy a bunch of these. And that's what I would encourage you to do. The link for this is in the description box. All right, ladies and gentlemen, let's talk about life expectancy. I first became really alarmed at American life expectancy when I I read the CIA fact report in 2015. And it said America had sunk to 51st in life expectancy. I thought, wow, that's amazing. 51st. We have the most expensive health care in the world, and it ain't close. We spend more money on healthcare than the next 10 nations combined. That means, you know, you take France and Germany and the UK and Canada and all these 10 nations, add them up, and we spend 10 times more than the next 10 nations. That is mind-numbing. But what do we get for it? Well, it's a case of spending more and enjoying it less. We get not very much because, you see, health care outpaces in price the ability of people to participate in it. And we have a predatory healthcare system that penalizes people for being sick. If you are healthy, your health care is somewhat affordable. If you're sick, you have all these hidden costs. And President Trump has tried to address this, but it's like sticking your finger in the leaks of the Titanic and bailing out the water with a teaspoon because President Trump, although his efforts were well intentioned, not nearly enough, not nearly encompassing enough, and they keep tacking on extra charges. Oh, that doctor is in our plan, but his practice isn't. Claim denied. And you went to the trouble looking this up and you thought, well, I'm safe. Here he is in the book. How would you know to look for the practice? Well, they tell you after the fact and how educated are most people in the fact that a doctor and a practice can be separated. It's just, it's mind-numbing. If they see you in one clinic, it's okay. But if they see you in another clinic, it's not okay. It's the same doctor. It's the same practice. It's building A, building B, same plan. Doesn't matter. I've seen these. I've seen amazing things happen. But let's get down to life expectancy as well. Did you know that the Cubans, this is a third world country. So let's go back to the title. You look at the title, and what does it say? Approaching third world levels. No, no. We are in third world levels. I need to change the title. Cuba. Can you think of a more third world country than Cuba? Do you know the conditions of the people? Not the elite, not the upper one-tenth, of 1%, the Castro family. I'm not talking any of those people. I'm talking the average person on the street in Havana. Do you know they have more access to health care than you do, and they have better health care? Do you know that they're inhalers? I'll just give you an example, asthma inhalers. I've seen this in a couple of places. Here in America, without insurance, you're going to pay over $200. That's for a month's supply. And that's if you get a good deal. That's if it's generic. God help you if it's a lot more generic. If it's non-generic and it's proprietary, it's thousands of dollars. In Cuba, that same inhaler costs 20 cents. That's right. Health care, hospital stays, basically free. Is that why the Cubans outlive us by a year and a half? That's right. Statistically, this third world country where many people go to bed hungry, their poverty rate is off the charts. It's the norm to be poor in Cuba. Poverty, starvation, disease, real problems in Cuba. Yet, They outlive us. How in the hell does that happen? And I'm just, I want to pull my hair out and just say, this is absolute insanity. So therefore, ladies and gentlemen, there are also other mitigating factors that I want to bring to your attention. You go, what? It gets worse? I'm sorry. It does get worse, ladies and gentlemen. It gets significantly worse. the Gulf. I've alluded to this in passing before, but I'm not going to do a helicopter flyover. I'm going to go a little closer to the ground so we can look at the facts up close. Do you remember when I talked to you about Correxit? When the Gulf oil spill, and I need to come back on here and expose this again. Uh, that was no accident, folks. I'll tell you, you trace the money and you can see the systematic pattern of the setup and who made money from the demise and the blowing up and blah, 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 and the insurance and how people pulled out their stock at the last... So you're looking to thank someone special for helping you get through the year. Noble Gold has the perfect gift. It's a four-coin set of rare, solid 24-karat gold, Augusta St. Godin's Lady Liberties. These impressive coins are bullion-grade proofs authenticated by the U.S. Mint. They're changing the current American Eagle design. They're not making any more. Only 20 left. Buy two sets. It'll cost you less than 10 thousand dollars and you'll be gifted a free apollo 11 coin discover more by calling noble gold at six five three four seven. Second, so they didn't lose their butts put options on the stock i'll break that down sometime on this channel um, i wrote extensively about it in a seven-part series back in 2011 extended into 2012 i was cited widely in books on the subject including Jim Marr's book on conspiracies, in which he did something on the Gulf. And I'm tooting my horn. I'm sorry, but this was a good series I wrote. I'm proud of what I did because I exposed the criminal corruption, and it went all the way up to the White House and President Obama, where he profited on this from his investments of Vanguard 1 and Vanguard 2. But let's take Corexit. Corexit was banned by 17 nations, and that would have been our cohort nations that could have had oil spills like ours. You know, there's no reason for Somalia to have a law against Corexit because they're not doing anything significant with oil, right? But let's go to oil-producing nations. They all banned Corexit. Corexit didn't clean up the oil. You see, BP was being fined by the EPA for square mileage covered. Square mileage covered. So what happens with Corexit, it forces the oil down into the water column and nothing grows. Kills the oxygen. The only thing that survives is algae, and now we see algae farms all through the Gulf. Oh, gee, do you think maybe they had that in mind when they did this? What do you see on TV now? Algae is the next biofuel craze. They're telling you what's coming next, and the catalyst was the Gulf oil explosion. Okay, now those are the politics. Let's talk about the health effects. Dr. Wilma Subra. She did extensive research on the Gulf, and she made a YouTube video. I don't know if it's still up, but she said at a conference, the benzenes that were produced by the Corexit, cancer-causing agents, she said, in many of the coastal areas, when she tested people, the benzene levels were 65 times expected. What? Yeah, 65 times greater than what you'd expect to find in a normal population. And she said the Corrects it, it's in the air, it's in our food, it's in our water, and it's in us. One of the most powerful quotes I ever heard. And this lady who's so unassuming, she looks like she'd be the prototypical quiet librarian, uh, forceful person, intelligent, courageous, and went forward against people who did not want did not want her to do this research. And she said, corrects it, lead to mass demise and longevity we're beginning to see it in the Gulf coast, just the beginnings. Now remember 2010 corrects. goes on. Some people say they're still spraying at night, but you got from 2010 to now you've got nine years. Okay. These are degenerative diseases. It's not like I breathe in the corrects and I'm going to die instantly. That's generally not the case happened to the fish, but not so much to the humans. It's also in their food supply. I mean, I remember one time I posted a TV video from a Memphis TV station. And I posted it in my article. And it talked about Corexit-laden rainfall that was destroying crops outside Memphis. Memphis, Tennessee. A little ways from the Gulf, wouldn't you say? And it was the result of the Correxit spraying that was done by BP. And they scrubbed the video like in two days. Can't tell the people the truth. So let's go forward with this. Talk about the health effects Plaquemines parish is a peninsula, and I used to talk to a lot of people at Plaquemines parish because they were some of the best advocates for the rights of the people in lieu of what was going on. They were speaking boldly and very courageously about the effects and I used to interview Kendra Arneson often, and she made national fame and she became a spokesperson for the group and Her husband, David, actually fell very ill to the effects of Corexit, had inner ear problems, balance problems and all kinds of stuff. And he was involved in relocating from his shipping duties to just putting out the Corexit when they discovered this is really bad for you to be around. And they weren't wearing protective gear when they were dispersing this in the Gulf. I mean, to hell with the workers, right? And Kendra came on my show more than once. And we had some of her neighbors come on my show, and they talked about the local elementary school there. And they talked about all the kids were wheezing and had rashes. And, and she said, you go into a class of thirty first graders, and 25 of them would be significantly ill, significantly um, diminished because of conditions related to the uh, Correxit. And because they're on a peninsula, they got windswept with this stuff. I mean, it was like pouring it right into their homes. And uh, doctors would say, the long-term effect of this is going to be real bad. This is a generational effect that will bring down lifespan in America. And this is absolutely horrific. So what did end up happening? The media coverage stopped. And I have to admit, eventually I went on to other things. I did a couple of follow-ups after the seven-part series. But we can't measure the effects instantly. We have to look at this generationally. And this is how, you know, BP, they knew they could get away with this. Goldman Sachs that managed all the money movement because it was pre-planned. You're a generation beyond when you start to really get down to the effects of what was going on. So you go from 2010 to, say, 2030. 2030, we'll see significant trend curves that are already beginning to crop up. And let me tell you how they covered it initially, too. If you got sick and you went to local clinics, VP canvassed the entire area with doctors, and they said, this is what you'll get, and they pay bonuses, and they would misdiagnose people intentionally. You take that same person, and this happened many times. I had people on my show that talked about these events. If you took the people inland, say, two, 300 miles, you got things like Correxit toxicity. withdave.com That's waterwithdave.com. Save $80 for a short time. His diagnoses. So when we look at the generational effect, some people estimate that the people in the Gulf along the coastlines with the cracks that was the heaviest in terms of spring, you may actually see a 25% loss of longevity. So in other words, if you were going to live to be 80 you might live to be 60 or you'll be so diminished that you wished you had died at 60. And this is what people are talking about who are in the know in the Gulf. But this will never be covered. See, you'll never get the government to cover it because they're liable and they don't want the lawsuits and so forth and so on. And BP has basically been given blanket immunity. So they just move on to the next disaster as it sees fit. <clears throat> That's just one example. Loss of lifespan. Now, the other major cause of lifespan, there's actually a few, but another one that we like to talk about, uh, because it's so tragic, is among white males. They are not the privileged, protected class that the liberals say they are. Working class white males are killing themselves in such numbers that their lifespan collectively is diminishing. That group reached a peak in lifespan longevity in 2011. It peaked to about 2014, and now it's going downhill, dramatically downhill. And the social, cultural, economic factors of being a white, working-class person is taking its toll on the health of America. And I'll just give you a statistic that I quoted probably 15 years ago. When we went back the previous 20 years from that stat and we got back into the Clinton years and you went forward to that present day at that time, I used to call it the 2020 effect. Adjusted for inflation, people were making 20% less money than they did 20 years prior. And they were working 20% longer. And America went through a real transformation where we were hourly wage workers for the most part to where more and more became salary because salary can make you work longer, and so your average per hour actually goes down. Sorry, that's not a 40-hour work. What are you talking about? Job's not done. Get back out there. 45, 50 hours. Comp time rates began to change. And who can hire a lawyer to process some of these claims? Oh, yeah, you can say you're in violation, but you have to help that the employer will self-correct because most people can't afford to take this on. So these white working class people are suffering debilitating losses in lifespan. So that's the second group. The third major group we can look at here are people that ingest fish on a regular basis. Whoa. Hey, listen, there's a lot that's going to be coming out about this. But the problem is the federal government won't fund these studies that would go to universities. And that's where most of your studies come from or your PhD scientists in major universities. They won't fund it because they don't want the liability. They'll blow back in their face. When Fukushima happened, what did Obama do? First thing he did was raise the danger radioactive levels by a factor of a million. Do you remember that? And then all of a sudden, when that didn't produce the results they wanted, what ended up happening? They stopped measuring. We don't know what the effects are today. When you eat fish, you're taking your life in your hands, literally and figuratively. And eventually, the radiation is going to encompass all the seven seas. But the Pacific right now is becoming a dead zone. And that's no secret. I mean, you guys have no doubt heard this for years. But see, dead zone comes to America. Our, we're being bathed in radiation right now. And that's a fact. And we're beginning to breathe this in. And again, you have a cumulative generational effect. Uh, It could go out 20, 30 years, and you might live to be 80, 85. You might live to be 65 to 70, or your rate of decline and longevity of decline, instead of being like an Okinawa where these people only decline for about a year and a half before they pass and are very active before that, your rate of decline where you're still alive but not really fully functional could be 15, 20 years, and see, that could be how this enters in. So you don't just get a decline in lifespan you can get a huge decline in terms of quality of life. And this is happening now in America. We're seeing more people come down with toxicity effects, that immune system, brain defects, Alzheimer's, cancers. Cancer rates are off the charts now, but you're not seeing that in the mainstream media, are you? Mm-mm. But folks, this is all verifiable. And when we start putting these factors together, and there's many more things I could go to, I mean, we know when they chemtrail the skies, it causes a thermal effect below and traps in noxious gases that ordinarily escape. So unless you've got big winds coming through, you're, you're rebreathing the carbon monoxide and all the other toxicity that's in our atmosphere due to chemtrailing. Some people say chemtrailing is about limiting food production by cutting the amount of sunlight that reaches the earth by 18%. That's a fact. But there's another effect, too. You're, you're breathing more poison air and you're breathing it for longer periods of time. So there's another effect there. So we've got the Fukushima effect. You've got the chemtrail effect. Okay, I'm not done. I'm sorry, ladies and gentlemen. I, I hope I'm not boring you, but you need to hear this because I'm telling you why America's lifespan in the next 20 years is going to be flat dead in the middle of the third world. I mean, as I told you at the beginning of this broadcast, if you're just joining us, Cubans live a year and a half longer than we do. T- to me, I'm just thinking, how does that happen? And if we didn't have great first responders, see, we have the best emergency health care in the world. If you have a heart attack on the streets, you have a better chance of surviving here than anywhere else. That's about the only place now that our health care is exceptional. Beyond that, it's substandard. 800,000 people die each year, It's estimated through death by doctor. That's another factor. Now, that just moves the needle a little bit, but 800,000, 800,000, let's just round it up and say it was a million. So in 10 years, you've killed 10 million people. Let's talk about GMOs. The one thing that is just never covered, excuse me, the one thing that's just never covered in the GMO equation is the Saralini study. It used to be on YouTube. Uh, who knows where it went now? And I took copious notes, and these French researchers, they raised rats on nothing but GMOs, and by the time they were in puberty, these rats had tumors as big as they were, and you can see in the video they were dragging along 100%, 100% mortality rate at very early ages. GMOs, what we know from the research is they leave the gene envelope open in many cases, and that leaves someone susceptible to opportunistic diseases and it's one of the operating theories. and We won't know until we could do more research, but coming from that research and saying, okay, where is this headed? Well, we're not really sure because the federal government never has studied it, and other research entities that want to study it have been blocked by lack of funding because the government won't fund this. But where the theory, the conventional thinking goes with this is that this is why we have more cancers. The rise in cancer, dementia, Alzheimer's, corresponds with a couple of things. One of them is GMO usage. Right now, it's estimated 85% of our foods are GMO in origin. And they got us where they want us because unlike you and I, if we develop a foodstuff, a candy, or whatever it would be, you have to disclose every element, every content. You have to go through years of testing that's extremely expensive to demonstrate that your product won't do harm and will do what it says it does. There's a problem. Many of these big producers of food, the company formerly called Monsanto, oh, excuse me, Monsanto, they got fast tracked. So anything they wanted to put out there was good. Oh, yeah, sure, that GMO in the corner. No, hey, rubber stamp, move on. And what you had was a revolving directorate. You had Monsanto and other companies like them with their board of directors, they'd retire and they go to work for the FDA. And FDA directors that retire, and they go to work for Monsanto. It was a real nice revolving door, and one hand washed the other. And this is how we ended up in this crisis situation with regarding some of our food supply, which is no longer the safest, safest in the world. I remember years ago, remember the Tylenol scare? Killed eight people nationwide, and we had an absolute panic. And what I looked at, and I remember my professors were saying at the time, This is a a tremendous thing in terms of uh, silver lining out of the tragic cloud because (laughs) eight people died from something, and we're having a national crisis. Does that speak to how safe our our food and medicines are? Well, that's no longer the case. And these open gene envelopes, they think, are leading to degenerative long-term diseases that are opportunistic because of the open gene envelope. There's other factors too, too. I won't go into all of them. Um, with, the, uh, um, with the chemtrails, when those chemicals come down, we know aluminum, barium, uh, we, we know all these chemicals that are in there. The research is beyond question. Uh, this is stuff that interferes in the cognitive processes. And this is why Alzheimer's is coming at earlier rates for Americans, thus lowering lifespan because it's a fatal disease. And it also is happening much earlier ages and much more severely than it ever has in our medical history. And our environment hasn't changed that much in terms of our industrial production. In fact, you could argue it's less because our manufacturing has left. But when you look at the toxicity of our environment, what's really changed since 1997? It's been chemtrails. And now we're seeing a generational effect of it. So when we look at the reasons why we're approaching third world levels, I think you're getting a picture. I could go on. I could go on for another hour easily with examples. I'm going to stop with these four examples. I think this video should be shared. And I think all of you right now, not because I'm presenting it, but because the information is so vitally important to America's self-awareness of the changes we need to make to enhance our lifespan, I deserve a thumbs up on this video. And it's not Dave Hodges. It's the topic. I also think you should be sharing this far and wide. And I also think if you're new here, you're getting kind of a glimpse of a lot of the things we cover. We, we try to bring regular news that's not covered in the mainstream media. That's pretty generic. But we also cover some groundbreaking stuff here that you're not going to see in very many places. And I think this is one of the more comprehensive reports on the reasons for the lack of longevity in America and the longevity decline in the third world totals. With the current projections from what I read, now remember my background, one of the areas that I have an academic background in is stat. I've written two courses on statistics. And when I look at this, and I've actually run the numbers on what's called SPSS, which is a stat prediction program, and I've put in certain numbers, and I think we're going to see a huge drop in our lifespan By around the year 2027, 2028. And for a lot of reasons, that would be very boring to everyone to me to explain. I'd have to actually teach you three chapters of stats to show you how I arrived at this. For those of you who know stats, I'll give you a little insight. I used something called multiple regression analysis. And uh, the numbers were frightening. And I think we're about ready to see these numbers precipitously drop in terms of lifespan. Uh, This is by design, folks. You Americans, me, you, all of us, we have a constitution. We have a bill of rights. We have freedoms that no nation has ever had. Uh, Our government is supposed to be responsive to us where that doesn't happen anywhere else. You are the subject of the government anywhere else, including Europe. Oh, you have rights in Europe as long as they're in the common or what I like to call the communist good. You have to be taken out. You have to be diminished as a country. America must fall and fall hard for a new world order that's repressive, dictatorial, to come in and to flourish. You can't have one corner over here of people, hey, First Amendment, Second Amendment, don't come after us. We can defend ourselves. Fifth Amendment can't prosecute me without due process, search and seizure. Okay, ladies and gentlemen, those rights have been eroded greatly, but they're still largely in effect. And you cannot have that with what these globalists have planned. And so when we look at all of these elements that are bringing down lifespan, you could only conclude this is not an accident. This isn't a mass accident. Maybe one or two coincidences. And you know what? I should probably try to run the numbers on this, and I, I got to really think of how I conceptualize how to set up the equations and how I would actually do the correlative effects. But uh, I think you could probably prove beyond a statistical shadow of a doubt that you have too many coincidences for there not to be a conspiracy. And I guess that's the question we all have to ask ourselves. How many coincidences do we accept until we realize there's a connected thread of a single conspiracy, which is depopulation? And if you don't think that's true, we have some qualitative descriptive proof of this in the writings of the globalists themselves, don't we? Uh, Haven't people said, like Ted Turner, right, the founder of CNN, the man who gave $50 million to the UN, didn't he say that we need to reduce the population of the earth by 90%? Audubon Magazine, 1997, they convict themselves with their own words. And I could go through and probably give you 20 quotes right off the top of my head. But this is the globalist mantra, depopulation. Bill Gates is the king of this by what he does in the third world. He's trying to do it by controlling birth, but he has some other more nefarious things that are doing a lot to populations in third world countries. That's being done to us in places like the Gulf. People say, gee, what if I live in the Gulf, Dave? I said this in 2011. I don't care what it costs you, your life. Ladies and gentlemen, right now, go to MyPillow.com backslash Hodges. Use the coupon code Hodges to take advantage of these great opportunities. MyPillow.com backslash Hodges, coupon code Hodges. Life is not worth your job. It's not worth anything else. Your life is your life. That's most important. You need to leave the Gulf now. I know a lot of people that did. And do I think people are still at risk? Yes, I do. Because these are recycled problems. Well, Ladies and gentlemen, we've come to the end. So I hope that you will share. I hope you will thumbs up, like us, and I hope you'll you'll subscribe. Let's get some dialogue going on this stuff here because self-awareness is the first step to change. Thank you for joining us. I'll see you back here in the next broadcast. Well, it's been quite a year, hasn't it? bit of a nightmare for most people, and the holidays are a great time to reflect, especially on those who helped us get through it.